Hey, everybody, I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And Pete Schumacher. And we're hard for Picard. Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, so how you doing, Pete? How's it good, going? man. It's been a bit, been a bit, bit. We know we couldn't get our schedules to mesh. Yeah, it's a busy time. Uh, it's, uh, as I was telling you off ca- uh, camera, off mic, uh, this is when pest control gets hot and heavy. And my little league uh, is just about to start up, too. Uh, we've had our first two practices. And we got a we got a team this year. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Even um, your coaching won't flub it, huh? Oh uh, yeah, my coach. Well, that's just it. I'm not the head coach. Uh, there was there was too many teams, not enough kids. So they're like, you want to take your four returning players and uh, go be assistant coach on this other team who need players? I'm, yeah, sure. Perfect. And, uh, and so then I met uh, uh, Coach Josh. And uh, we quickly delineated the responsibilities. I'm doing all of the scheduling, the dealing with the league and their ridiculous website, which is impossible to navigate, but I've been doing it for six years. Right. Uh, and he's in charge of drills and teaching. You know, there you he go. knows what he's doing. And he's, I like, he's yoked. This dude is fucking yoked and jacked and, and facially, every, he kind of looks like Dave Batista. Okay, so you have this. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he's like the anti Johnny Sorrow. Oh, completely, completely. Wearing a big crucifix and everything. Nicest guy in the goddamn world. Uh, real soft spoken, and but we all we agree on philosophy completely. Hey, this is the rec league. They need yeah. to learn and have fun. And uh, also, though, we got a batch of fucking players. This year. Nice. I've said in the past, Pete. I might. Have, I'm sure I mentioned it to you. It felt like for a while, especially last year, that when parents would apply uh, for their kids to be in, uh, they would ask them the question, so has your son ever played Little League before, played baseball before, or know how to throw a ball? No? Put him on Hedgepest team. Because <laughs> I looked around, and I was like, do we have a reputation or something that they just stick them all on uh, our team? With our, so you're like, like oh, you really used to be the bad news bears. We felt like the fucking bad news bears, along with like with our two or three ringers amongst everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the ringers, not bragging, my nephew, right, uh, uh, and another young kid named James, who I've watched go from not knowing how to play into three years later. This kid's got a glove out on the field like Ozzy Smith. Uh, it's it's something else. You're just snagging, shagging everything uh, hit at him uh, the other day. So, and we got a bunch of other new kids and they all got great attitudes. And at the end of the first practice, everyone had was already making friends and they're doing that team thing, Pete. And I'm sure you, you, you come from a team background. Tell me, so let tell me about this. They're busting each other's balls in a nice way oh, out, yeah, that, that. out on the field about the game. Like, Hey, you're out of position. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself. You know, yeah, kids. That's time. good. Yeah, love it. I'm sure you did that. You played football, right? Football, baseball. Yeah, I played them all growing up. So you're, you're a little league kid. Oh yeah. How many years? God, uh, shit. I mean, I started in t-ball all the way up to I kind of got out of it because I was doing other sports. Uh, it was like right before high school. Oh yeah, that's. We didn't have we didn't even have T ball when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember we, we, started out with T ball. Yeah, and then slow yeah. pitch, then coach pitch, and then then, yeah. then you know. We never had coach we, we didn't have coach pitch. Um 
we did like a year or two after I was out of Pee Wee's. But when okay. we were in Pee Wee's, when they started Pee Wee's in the 70s in Ringo's, New Jersey, it was like, which one of these little kids could kind of pitch? Fine. Everyone got hit with fucking balls left and fucking right. It was a it was a madhouse. And then you then you went up to Little League, which was like the age difference was like you could be like an eleven year old playing against fourteen year olds. Uh, oh yeah, was, no, I remember I, uh, yeah. we came in second place and stayed in Little League, and I was the leadoff hitter, and nice. I only had two hits all season, but I was the leadoff hitter because I crowded that plate and they either walked me or hit me. I ended up on base. I mean, it was like Moneyball before Moneyball. That's <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't particularly fast. I was a guy who got on base and always scored runs. You, uh, you took you took all the hits. You were like coach on Cheers. Remember that was it. Yep, yep, exactly. And I was like, like, I remember it because I was a year young. We were. I was in the group. There was a group of us, like five of us, who were a year younger than everybody on the team. And so you know that's a big difference. The age uh, one year. Uh, I just remember because they were all bigger and stuff, <laughs> but uh, but somehow I was the leadoff hitter, and you know they were. I just remember like yeah, like he drove in the winning run, and I go, I was the winning run, <laughs> you know, because no one remembered my my contribution to uh, uh, getting yeah, on you, base. And here you are taking all those balls to the dome. You Dang know, straight. <laughs> I don't know how many. I mean, I. You could, I mean, because if you could, I mean, I, I was basically over the plate. I mean, there's no way I wasn't getting hit or uh, walked. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. In fact, let's. It, it's it's the second to last episode of uh, uh, what we're doing here, Pete, which has been a blast. And I, yeah. and I, I finally, I finally realized at this point what to how to start each show exactly. Let's engage. Hey. <laughs> Not bad. Thanks. It takes me a while. You know, nine episodes in. Yeah, no, yeah, here we go. Well, you know, just like in this episode, this is when it all comes together, right? Exactly. Uh, we're at episode eight of this season of uh, Star Trek Picard, Vox. And our show description is a devastating revelation about Jack alters the course of Picard's life and uncovers a truth that threatens every soul in the Federation. Picard and his crew race to save the galaxy from annihilation at a gut-wrenching cost. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and man, I got to tell you, this episode is fucking perfect television. It's, oh, yeah. It's perfect. It's, I mean, they, they pretty much, we kind of knew what they were doing. They were setting the, they were setting the tables. Um, you know, clearing the deck, like, hey, okay, now we're, now it's the original crew together with Jack, and, you know, and then you have Seven with her little, and, and Rafi, kind of, you know, away from them, uh, along with uh, the and four Shaw, kids. And Shaw and making the ultimate sacrifice. Making the ultimate sacrifice, so yeah, they kind of like, okay, this is where we're at, you know, okay, we're, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like setting up the tables. Yeah, uh, I just, the, yeah. Yeah, I just think it just all works perfectly. It yeah. all it, it brings everything together of this previous eight episodes where they explain everything and they get to this one where we finally figure out what's the big plot, what's the big revelation. It all works. 
and they even use you know perfect. and they even make Deanna effective, which I didn't know was going to be humanly possible. Well, I'd, let's start out with that because that's exactly the point I was going to make. Because when last we left uh, the crew of the Titan, it's time Troy, I met your son. Yeah, uh, Troy is in Jack's mind, you know, and they're uh, looking at the door and all the vines, and she's like, "Tell me what they mean," and uh, he starts uh, saying, "Like." You know connection unity you know you know order even and i'm like okay and she opens the door for him and you, she gasps and closes yeah. it and she's like uh great right, later skater uh just sit tight <laughs> and her reaction is fantastic yes yeah it really sets and I love that they didn't reveal it then. I love that you see her running down the hall to Beverly yes. and Picard. Well, what did you see? And she doesn't say it. Then you see it. And it's the Borg, baby. Yes. And let me ask you this. At first, because everyone was trying to figure out what was it? What was it? Who's the big bad? At first, did you have any tinge of, oh, like it's the Borg again. Uh, I really, I mean, I, I, I mean, it makes sense, okay? It does make sense. Because yes. it really was Picard's greatest enemy. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, and so, but I really didn't think we we're going to get back to the Borg Borg. And I, I liked how they got him. And I, I liked how they went with it. Um, I, I want to, I don't want to say I didn't, I didn't see it coming, but I, I, I was, I, I was more just following, I was just following the story and I was just engrossed in the story. So I wasn't, I was, I was happy with how it happened, how it played out. It oh, so, and so was I. So was I is perfect. Uh, I just know there was a little bit of a scuttlebutt and I remember a little bit in me going, oh, I was hoping for something more surprising. Right, but, I can understand that. But, uh, no, but, but you know, it, yeah. that's almost like Vince Russo in a way, you know? Oh, yeah, um, that's what I want. I want I, I, Vince Russo Star Trek. Bro, bro. Yeah. Know, we should make it a team up of Amis and... Uh, and gold ducat uh <laughs> yeah you know it's and, and the k's on you know? we'll get the k's on in there no one will see it coming bro it's a total swerve we'll get we'll get denise crosby back in it you know yeah, see, i wouldn't have minded that somehow or another as the romulan uh yeah uh uh, 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 uh gosh i can't think of uh, the character's name uh, but, uh, i'm drawing a blank too but yeah. yeah i loved her as that character she was oh, so did I. great I was utterly confused when I first saw her in Next Gen. <laughs> and I was like, what? Huh? It's such uh, a fucking ridiculous Star Trek backstory, yeah. Backstory to how to make that happen. Uh, but it Whatever. works. Whatever. <laughs> it works, yeah. <laughs> I'd easily one of the top five villains of all time. Oh, of Star Trek. And you just mentioned it. Okay. Who are the biggest threats ever in Star Trek? You know, and I would say it's the Borg, number yeah. one, and number two, the Dominion. Oh, yeah. The Dominion were. So what we got was a team-up of the two biggest villains in Star Trek history, which yeah. is fucking, that's comic books right there, baby. That's yeah. great stuff. Uh, but I realized that uh, uh, while I was rewatching that, I was like, oh, they gave us what we wanted in a big way. What else do you want? And he had and the, a little lore in there, you know. And lore's uh, there too for a bit. So he, okay, you know he's who, like, who yeah. has ties to the Borg. And uh, on paper, when they originally did that team up, 
on next gen you're like oh that sounds great on paper but it didn't uh, you know that was uh -huh. the impotent borg you know so um that was just yeah and they've already done they already did q and uh, like i never q after the first two episodes q was uh, wasn't a threat anymore no you yeah, knew was, it was gonna it was gonna end up in a tidy bowl, bowl you know. In the tidy he was bowl. Almost like, he was almost like the Mitzkaplik of oh, uh, my god of Superman, except he didn't he didn't have to say his name backwards to get to Pete, the beer or whatever. Pete, I I shit you not, my friend. I was just about to say that. Wow. I was wow. <laughs> you Great read you line. read my mind. That's perfect. That's a perfect uh, description of him. Yeah, he's that impish, you know. Yeah, even though he, he really does have, they both have a shit ton of power. Uh, uh -huh. But you know, he, but you know, it's it's never we're never gonna see it. You know, well, if if he had to say his name backwards, he just could never say his name. Period. Right? Because yeah, it's true. it's the same. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see him in a little uh, a little purple derby uh, uh, when they do the legacy show. There just, you go. Which they're definitely doing. They got to, right? They have to. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's to open. And uh, she tells, uh, you know, it's the Borg and uh, Picard's like, but uh, there's no nanoprobes uh, in there. And, and uh, Deanna's like, listen, I know a Borg when I can sense one, okay? it's He's a fucking Borg. Uh, they mentioned that it's been a decade since anyone's seen them. Yeah. Um. It feels like it's been more than a decade since Janeway kicked their ass because that's what we're dealing with, but yeah, whatever. Um, and they figure out that the tech is organic, um, just like my bananas that I pay a little extra uh, for, Pete. I'm sure, you know, it, that's your business, right? But yeah, somehow that makes me feel a little better about it. I don't know how if it really means anything, but. You do you, John. That's all I say. Do you, okay. do you, you, you can't. I know you're you're in the business. You can't reveal the secrets that it's all the same shit, right? <laughs> oh hell no, man! They, they come with these great stickers that say organic on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for the stickers, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I know. Okay, the, so basically, the Borg have evolved, and yes. uh, the Lacutus passed this on to his son. I'm just picturing. Remember. Like, like cartoon sperm with Borg implants on them. Yes. Just swimming up Beverly. <laughs> yep. I really like this aspect. It's something I never really thought of. Um, but I thought it was really cool. Mm. I thought it was a cool story point. It's there's so much Star Trek science explaining. Oh yeah. This uh this entire plot and the villain's plot in here that as long as you have an open mind. Well, that's exactly and, what I had here. Yeah, and, and go along with it. You're like, this is fucking great. The explanation, the explanation to all of this pays off. Why they needed the body, all of it. The, they get rid of the aromatic syndrome shit. And, uh, yep. And I just love the idea that the, the Picard's sperm was assimilated. That's, yeah. That's, that's, and I'm just joking aside, that's fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so from now on, I have to wear a condom when me and Laris get down. Is what you're saying? It's Romulans stay, you know. They can have babies into their hundreds, apparently. That's cool. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Troy's like, they're like, oh, we need to go talk to him. And Tristan and Troy's like, uh, sorry, pr uh, Starfleet protocols. 
your son's the fucking weapon they want. Yeah. There's fucking rules. This is what you're talking about. Troy, you know, finds out it's the Borg and then puts her fucking foot down yeah. about how to go forth here as a Starfleet officer. It's great stuff. She's not just, uh, I love, you know, seeing Troy be empowered is yes. so much fun to see because it didn't ever happen. Yeah. It happened a handful of times. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But this, this Troy, and then into the next episode where she's just a fucking badass, you know, yeah. and, and not a badass, like I'm suddenly swinging a bat lift, a badass no. in, in the Troy way. Yes. Yeah, a badass mother and uh and wife you know not yeah i'm not you know in that you know i'm talking about you know that one the one i had to live in the fucking woods on a woods planet yeah that was funny eight fucking years i chopped a lot you of wood eating your fucking shit pizza your shit eating my husband's shitty fucking pizza yeah, no, captain picard you have no idea how shit his pizza is shittier than your wine and that's <laughs> yeah. fucking saying something. <laughs> they always paired it with some card. Pairs- uh, yeah, they paired their French fucking wine with their pizza. <laughs> oh, oh, what kind of sausage is on your pizza? Remember that venison? <laughs> Fuck, oh, what's wrong with you? Oh jeez! Space venison on your fucking pizza, you fucking oh. maniac! Oh god, that's why you got to move back to the fucking city. That's what they said they wanted to do, so they can get some good pizza. Because <laughs> apparently, there's so many things. As we find out next episode, Pete, when they they name all the cities on Earth being targeted, and there's a ton of cities. You're just like, that's still a city in the 25th, right? Yeah, <laughs> huh? Huh? El Paso, really? That's... I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't even like going to El Paso now. I can imagine it lasting. <laughs> and to be fair, I'd be like, "What, Trenton, New Jersey? Nah, no way." Pass that. Yeah, <laughs> give me a break. Like, see, what would they keep in New Jersey? I wonder. Princeton, maybe, because of the school. They'd rebuild the fucking school uh, in the 25th century. That's the only thing I can think of. That's about it. <laughs> oh of course and my birthplace you, you know of course a, a place of honor in, in the 20th century because i just want to live in star trek <laughs> so jack's in the room uh picard comes in he's all pissed off and they fight uh picard uh t- picard tells him about you know being assimilated yeah and and jack's like oh so i'm like seeking a hive whatever and uh and he's always said if People could be just like of one mind. They could, everyone could just all get along, right, man? <laughs> and it's cool. It's like my whole life I've been trying to you know, chase this weird feeling that I thought was altruistic. And it's now it's because I'm a Borg. Yes. <laughs> and goddamn, we talked about fucking Emmys for this series, and we're serious, uh, dear listeners. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. In this one line delivery, Pete, when he's explaining what happened to him. Yes. By the board. Incredible. Oh my God. He's, I almost killed everyone I loved. And just, oh, it is yeah. powerful stuff. Agreed. It's amazing. 
It really is. It's. I, I always thought again. I, I always thought his best acting on Next Gen was on on Brothers, uh, when he went back to see his brother on the uh, Picard Vineyard. I mean, that's, or the uh, Five Lights. You know, those are the two I always think about. I just. Um, I've mentioned that we have that uh, heroes and icons uh, network. Yeah. Uh, oh no, this was actually this was actually on BBC America, who showed tons of fucking Star Trek, and turned it on the other weekend while I was uh, cleaning cleaning my apartment. And part two of Chain of Command with there are four lights goes on, and I'm like, all right, dust dust the place and watch this for the I don't know. Thousand time, yeah. No. I, mean, well, I, mean, I try to be realistic about that. I'm like, how, how many times? Have I, I know I've probably watched this episode of television probably somewhere like fifty three times. And yeah, if you really think if you really, I, I, if you really think 20. about that, that's a lot. Mine's an easy twenty because yeah, I, I think that might be my favorite episode of Next Gen. It's one uh, of my absolute favorites, and those okay, are now, my top ten. You know, I'm counting in that. I am counting stumbling upon it while flipping channels and leaving it on oh yeah sometimes sometimes it's the last 10 minutes i'm like nope this this is what's on until this is over (laughs) david warner in that is so fucking good great humans don't love the children uh, like cardassians do that was fucking cold-hearted cold cold but there was something about him you liked it was weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was true. But he's so creepy cracking the egg and eating the worm eggs. And, the worm, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I like you, human. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he wants to send him to the Vulcan Mental Institution to get this shit mind melded out of him. And, uh, and Jack don't want to do that. Uh, and he goes to take off. And there's two big, very burly uh, guards. Uh Where'd they get these guys? Guys from the local wrestling school? Could uh, be Starfleet. Jesus yeah, Christ! Instead of, you know, you know, might as well. <laughs> Some beefy motherfuckers, and but uh, Jack's like, well, I got abilities, and he takes over their mind. Uh, Bev tries to stop him, and she's great here, begging him not to go. Yeah, Gates McFadden is bringing it as well. Uh, everyone in this episode, in particular. Every one of every single part of this cast just they all knocks had it their out moments of the park. In this episode, yeah, and I mean, for the most part, they were like, you know, they they give each buddy, each buddy, somebody something to do. Uh, like, you know, you had some, you didn't have, you, you, you might not have carried an episode every week, but there might be that one episode you were you're like, okay, you you need to bring it here, you need to bring it here, you know. Mm-hmm. So he steals a shuttle, and he's off to. Uh, confront the Borg because he's going to get some answers, and he says, "Yeah, he's going to kick her ass when he yeah. finds uh, when he finds her." And uh, and uh, he uses his Borg mind to find the coordinates uh, and takes off. And Bev's like, "You know what? I'm going to do some research to find a way to help." That's the, that's perfect too. How do yep. you deal with this fucking thing, Doctor? I'm going to just I'm going to drown gonna myself library. in my work. Yeah, yeah drown yep. myself in my work and be. And be one of the greatest Star Trek doctors ever. Yep. Because she's not just a doctor. She's a scientist. That's what's fun about her character. And uh, she doesn't have to, and this one, God, she doesn't have to wear a wig. Brent Spiner doesn't have to wear the makeup. Because that was part yeah. of his, that was part of his contract, Pete. Did you know that? Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you didn't want to be in that makeup chair for six fucking hours or eight hours nope. or whatever. Michael Dorn though, fucking day. Michael Dorn though, he's just like, let's 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 get to it, gentlemen. You know? Yeah, <laughs> let's get that payoff. Let's make my contract hourly where it starts when I get in the chair. Give him a fucking best supporting actor nomination too, man. He's been the Worf is the comic relief throughout this entire. He's been the comic thing. relief, but then he was also, you know, had his moments too, yeah. you know. Uh, and we, we get even more moments. Worf doesn't get a lot of moments in this one, but boy, does he in the finale. Yes. So Data's with Picard. They, uh, this, this this scene with Data and Picard is so nice and so tender between two great actors who've acted together forever, who know their characters. When Data comes in, say that we can't find him, and he's like, I'd like to try to say something that, helps you because he's just trying to figure out emotions yeah. and uh he you know he can't he just puts his hand on picard's shoulder like a friend and yep oh, it's it's i got i honestly i got a little welled up oh i got a lot of welled up in this fucking episode but that was maybe the first time i'm like oh that's nice that's that's yeah. the two friends that they are it, uh, it was so good i want to see more of this data that's why i mean i hope this is not the last time we see this character i don't know yeah Make a guest star appearance uh, on Legacy uh, as this game. Yeah, uh, I just I want to see where it goes. Um, I, I can make one of those fanfic this, uh, uh, pictures. Those people who make home, they make their own movies. Yeah, and sometimes get Star Trek actors to be in those movies. Yeah, I know uh, it's crazy. It's pretty well. I saw one that had uh, Walter Kane uh, in it. Yeah, I've uh, seen that one. I've seen well, I haven't. I I've seen clips of it. I've seen that one. I've seen the. Uh, uh, somebody who, yeah, I've seen a few of them. Yeah, that's nuts. That blew my mind. I'm like, that people got a lot of. I mean, you got to have some money to spend to do this. Some of those, I I remember seeing a Star Wars one that was shockingly good. Yeah. Uh, years ago, going, this is just just some people fucking around. This is great. <laughs> now the guy who did the Kenobi cut did a, did a pretty damn good job. Mm. Oh, he had his own fanfic one. No, he uh. Yeah, I mean, he just cut uh, the Kenobi TV show. Oh, I see movie. what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. That was pretty well done. I may need to check that out because uh, I was like, I'd like to watch Kenobi again and have all the parts I don't like cut out of it. So that's pretty much what is. That's actually what they did. That's fun. Uh, but they also cut out some shit. And you're like, oh man, I I, I love that scene. Yeah, uh, I, but I but I understand he's he's dropping this plot point. Uh, why this scene is now not in it, you know? So uh, yeah. Yeah. So Jordy uh, says, "Hey, everyone, come to sick bay because uh, we got some fucking news." Uh, Jack arrives in a nebula, and there's nothing there. And uh, suddenly his brain goes wonky, and uh, the a transwarp conduit opens. Yeah. And I'm like, "Ooh, they haven't talked about that since Voyager." That's a yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's when we found out how the Borg get around was in Voyager, yep. the transwarp conduit, man, which was dope. Uh, and we still don't know where it is, but there's a lot of red clouds. Uh, yep. Okay, doesn't matter. We can say where it is. They're they're in Jupiter. Uh, yep, which is fun. Just hanging out in Jupiter. Yeah, transwarp conduit inside it. That's fun, man. Yeah. Uh, and he, and there's a fucking cube there. Big man, that board cube looks great, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, looks so uh, much better than next gens. You know. Oh yeah, I mean. The 
like a best of both worlds when i first saw it i thought that was scary and i was a grown i was yeah. a grown man and i thought the board were fucking scary and, uh, yeah when they first introduced him in what was it season two season um, two yeah yeah when fucking q yeah i mean oh yeah i mean shit I mean, that's like the monster heel showed up, fucking laid waste, and we got a screw job to save the baby faces. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh, that was the weird one where they still had they didn't put figure them out yet because they remember there were Borg babies. Yeah, there's babies in here with it, the little cute babies with Borg implants. Yeah, <laughs> do they stay that age? Right. Because... Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm assuming the answer would be no. Well, I guess not because they got seven when she was a kid. Yeah. So I guess you grow up with your Borgs uh, inside you. So, so that's even creepier. But I just remember laughing when I saw the Borg babies. It yeah, it's like, huh? It, it didn't creep me out like it, it was supposed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the costumes they hadn't gotten just right yet. But next time, best of both worlds. Uh, oh, yeah, they had fucking it. Fucking scary as fuck. I can watch horror movies and just not be scared, just be bored, bored. But you do the Borg right, and I'm like, I still get that initial feeling of it scared me. Oh much. yeah, man! You know it's like, I mean? how do you stop them? You know, you know, you only have three shots until they fucking pick out your pattern. That's always the scariest part to me. <laughs> yeah. Shit, my gun doesn't it. work anymore. You're waiting for oh. it to happen. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen, and you're still fucking pissed off every time. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> no, Warp. <laughs> Worf's always surprised. Worf's the one shooting. And if yeah, Worf's always surprised. This will be the time where... No, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Jesus, Kalis. <sighs> so, Jordy's telling him that, that, uh, that a new genetic code was placed inside Picard by the Borgs. The changelings got the part of the, his brain with this organic tech, and uh, that explains why... Uh, Picard could always still hear them. Remember that? Yeah. From the movie. And, and like, it didn't really happen again on Next Gen, but it definitely did in uh, uh, the movie. The yeah. movie. So th that that was cool. So that it wasn't in his imagination. He's always still been hearing them. That's 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 the kind of retcon I love, man. Yeah. That's fun shit. Uh, and uh, oh, there's a bunch of bullshit about Jack as a transmitter. Uh, he can transmit Borg signals. Uh, and uh, they still don't know apparently how it works on the guards, but we're going to get why it works on the guards. That's a little teaser because uh, I love the revelation that it only works on young people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, cause the Borg don't need the olds. Yeah. There's a whole, there, there's a whole lot of this. You're like these fucking young people with all their fucking electronics and tablets and fancy ass bullshit. Yeah. You know, they just getting turned into Borgs and us old people need to fucking the old folk home speaking as an old person i'm on board a hundred percent yeah and i like this touch because they got these cool fucking jackets the the crew do yep those leather jackets uh and wharfs is yellow uh which at first, you're, my nerd uh, D Space Nine mind is like, well, no, Worf's fucking command now. He he should be in red, but Worf was in yellow on Next Generation. Yep, that's why they did that, and I like it. I think that's 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 what we want to see. We want to see everyone in their colors from the TV show. 
And he's even got the fucking Klingon sash over it, man. I just yep. I marked out for that. I was like, oh, God damn it. That brings back all the fucking chills. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so they figure out, you know, oh, shit, we got to get to Frontier Day uh, and warn everybody. And they call Shaw. This is fun. They call Shaw. Uh, hey, we got to go to Earth. And he's like, are you fucking kidding? And they're like, it's our only option. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. He's not questioning it. He knows he's got to do it, but he's just like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'm going to miss him as a character. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. It, when I first saw this and they killed him, I was shocked. So I was, was like, I. I thought he was going to survive, but I was like, they kind of had, they, I mean, they sacrificed him to separate the crew and they needed a big moment to separate them. And that, that was it, you know? And they needed the they needed the scene between him and seven of nine. That's, yeah. you know, they, they, he didn't have to die for it, but the fact that he does makes it all the more powerful yeah. and it makes the resolution in the, in part two, even better. Cause we do see him again uh, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so we see space dock, which looks fucking great. And yep. the whole fleet is there. Oh my God, dude. The CGI is awesome. The entire fucking fleet. I got a fleet boner. I was hard for the fleet. Just seeing all those ships. Just oh, it looks so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. What what wasn't quite as cool? They're shooting off fireworks for Frontier Day in space. And you hear the sound of the fireworks. Now, I'm willing to suspend the disbelief of hearing the 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 photon torpedoes in space but fireworks in space is fucking stupid oh yeah <laughs> but hey they're actually just fireworks and the the computers on all the the, the all the the ships in the fleet are playing uh the the sounds of the explosions yeah. perfectly it's all fake it's a deep, it's a psyop operation. Now, yeah, this CGI, the CGI of the uh, the fireworks, uh, not that great compared to the CGI of the ships. No, I totally agree. Yeah, it was pretty uh, haphazardly shitty done. Now, yeah. speaking of best of both worlds, in command of the new Enterprise. Loved it. Who was it? Shelby. Shelby. Oh my god! I fucking popped. I was so, so did I. I loved it, and you can tell Riker was just disgusted right off the bat. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so Riker's like, "Fucking Shelby!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he still holds a grudge. It's yep, fucking Admiral Shelby, that fucking bitch. And he has, and she has a higher command than Riker. I'd say, yeah, she's a fucking admiral. She went right by him like she said she yep. was gonna. Yep. <laughs> and 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 she has the enterprise. Yep. It's the ultimate fuck you to I don't think Picard gives a shit, but it's definitely the ultimate fuck you to Riker that oh, yeah. she has the enterprise as well. <laughs> yep. It's a and brand later, new enterprise. And later on we see her get shot twice. Yeah. But I think Terry Metalis dropped some sort of hint that was just like Shelby's fucking tough because they never confirmed that she dies. 
uh, even though she shot twice by uh, by uh, by Borgs, um, but they didn't confirm it. I'm like, Metallus said she's tough. I'd love to see her come back. Put her in one of those pike boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, Riker. You see Riker pulling her electric electrical cord out from her. It just oops. <laughs> yeah, it takes one letter charge in the in the outlet. <laughs> <laughs> she was a character I wish they did. I mean, I'm glad they brought her back here. And I know they brought her back on the cartoon, but I kind of wish they would have done more with her. She's an interesting character, you know? Yeah. On, oh, she was on Lower Decks, but not in a speaking role. She just like, in the. She was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was just there in a scene. That was like an Easter egg scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I love seeing her. I loved Shelby. She's so much fun. Because I didn't totally hate Shelby because she also had a fucking point. Yeah. About, like, they kept saying throughout it, she's like, everyone keeps wondering why you're not a captain yet, Riker, and if you're just going to hang around. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, I mean, bask in a great man's shadow or whatever it all was. Yeah, that, oh, great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. And, and she's never really called out on anything by the time we, get, you know, the, when that that's all over. Yeah, there's a grudging respect. She's completely fucking badass and competent at what yeah. what she's doing because she's fucking Starfleet. Yeah, she's not. She's not an admiral, you know. Yet, <laughs> who makes yeah. that? Yeah, you got to be an admiral in, in Starfleet to make really fucking bad decisions, like yeah. Shelby did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna fantasy book that this isn't actually Shelby. It was a changeling uh, posing as Shelby and. The Borgs didn't need her anymore. Shot the changeling, and the real Shelby's still alive, hanging out with Tuvok. So that's how okay. we can uh, get Shelby back. Uh, Terry Metallus, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gives this speech. She, uh, this is the um, okay, dude. This is when we get. How are they gonna uh, get in a reference to Enterprise, the TV show? And here's where they do it. They don't say it like, like uh, it was so many years ago that the, the Enterprise, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was called, uh, set forth with a crew of 89 uh, to eventually, uh, with our first warp engine, and, and then Starfleet was created. I was like, oh, they got some Enterprise in there. Yeah. I would have totally popped if suddenly uh, the music swelled behind and I got faith. Oh, oh god no no worst theme music they've ever ever done right <laughs> worst theme music they ever done right it's the worst it's i mean i i'm i've heard some people say they like it i was like you gotta be just trying to be ironic for yeah the, you just gotta be yeah like uh, it's, it's the it's uh, well no, i actually i heard people here's the thing because i watched that documentary about it uh about all the shows that's really great I told you about that. Yeah, and the uh, the Enterprise one is really good. They said at uh, I think season four they were like we got to do something about this song, and so they didn't change it. It's the same song with like tambourines in it with a, a maybe a slightly different uh, uh, rhythm uh, beat for the time. It's it's still basically the same fucking song. It's the funniest fucking network TV bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, and, but I have heard people argue about which one of those they like better because, of course, I have. 
because I I'm on Star Trek Twitter. Of course, Ugh. glad I'm missing that battle. Hey, as far as uh, Twitter battles go, that's pretty innocuous. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of fine with it. And so the Titans on the way. Uh, Jack is beamed onto the cube, and here's welcome home. Uh, the, the fleet formation is the thing that Shelby came up with, where yeah. all the ships can be Borg-like, which yep. they totally point out, like, oh, Shelby, this stupid bitch. How ironic is that? Yeah. How ironic is that? It's a little on the nose, but uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I wrote down here. I still here's my note. Riker still fucking hates her. That's right, right there in my notes. Uh, on the cube, you hear Alice Krieg's voice. Boy, I popped for that, man. As the as the board queen. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Oh. She was our board queen, you know? She's the first. I, dude, all the other ones were great. I don't have any problem with any of them. I think they're, especially the one on uh, season two of Picard, that yeah. late actress. I thought she was outstanding. Yep. But I mean, Alice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amy Wershing, I think her name is. Yeah. But Alice Krieg is our first. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, Pete, you never forget your first board queen. Right. Well, this is true. Yeah. Now you don't, you know. I mean, we met her. Uh, you know, I mean, she was great, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, she says she settled on the name of Vox uh, for, uh, for Jack because it means the voice. Uh, and he finds the board queen. She's all tubed up. Uh, we only see her from behind and because uh, we get a great reveal next uh, episode. Um, and of course, she Alice Creek can't, uh, you know, get all dressed up like that. She's in her yeah. late 60s. Uh, she's doing voice. And I think they're using, I don't know if it's CGI or a really great puppet because it looks, when we see it next episode, it looks awesome. Yeah, and I want to say CGI, but I'm not sure. Uh, dude, I you um, I mean it, it it's fantastic CGI or a fantastic puppet. And uh if it's practical, oh god, I want it for my wall. You know, I'm already I'm gonna I I'm I'm resigned to being single for the rest of my life. Pete. Give me that board queen puppet, just put it exactly, up on the wall. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, my, my true love is the one who comes in and thinks it's great. You know, like some people put a deer, a deer head on the wall. It makes about as much sense as a board queen, right? Yeah. Uh, and Vox means the voice. Uh, and uh, he can't kill her. He's helpless. And uh, he gets assimilated. And there's, I love that slow, snaky wire with that big fucking needle going into yep. his the back. Oh, oh, oh. It fucking freaked me out. Uh, so we cut to Jordy and Data. And here's the thing the changelings put Picard's DNA into all of the transporters. And that's how everyone who's been in the transporters can now be assimilated. And like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, it was a nice little plot point. That's so fucking cool. And I love that, like, well, the frontal lobe stops growing when you're 25, so it's only uh, young people, yep. you know? And, and believe me, I was joking about that before, but that, that's the story they're telling here. It's like, here's a bunch of old people who were the greatest heroes of their day and who get the old ship uh, to save the save the goddamn uh, uh, universe again? One more time, yeah. One more time. All of the youngs are going to be the bad guys. It's great. That that it's part of the story. It's fun. 
so Shelby starts showing off the fleet formation. Uh, so which that gets the Titan all caught up in it. Uh, Picard quickly, he throws out an emergency hail. Going, the changelings have inf infiltrated the Borger here. Columns all go down. There's a massive energy spike from the cube and it starts affecting everyone 25 and younger. The whole crew is assimilated. And this felt like it took forever. While they're, they, they kind of know what's going on. But while they're on the bridge and Shaw it keeps saying, you know, like, uh, uh, LaForge, Miro, what's going on? And they're just waiting and waiting. I was like, you don't know what's going on? Fucking run. Yep. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> come on. I think if you, come on, Shaw, you of all people would know right away that these get these motherfuckers are all borged up right it's kind of your origin story is <laughs> these fucking borgs and but when sydney turns around and says we are the borg oh that's the line it's so fucking good when who says it sydney sydney the forge she's one who oh, gets okay yeah yeah okay that, yeah. yeah agrees here's what we see shelby get shot twice uh and you hear over the comms, the, the fleet is panicking. Uh, all the youngs have been taken over and they're, they're to eliminate all unassimilated. Uh, and they take off and there's a firefight. Uh, uh, Data, Data has to stop Jordy uh, trying to save his kids. He's like, come on, buddy, we need a plan. And it says that, that Data I love. He's just like, Jordy, come on, buddy. You know, you got to listen to me. And it works. It's great. So they all get into the, the, the turbo lift. And... Uh, they hear the uh, Excelsior, you know, they, who, who got the bridge back. They get blown out of the sky. You hear the guy say, told my family, I boom. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaw figures out, wait a minute, that's a maintenance channel. Love that. Love that touch that he's a little I, bit I know, right? I love going back to his background, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so they go to the maintenance deck because he, he knows there's a repair shuttle there, which is a great bit of like, fine, short. Sure, I love it. It's great. You know, yep. there's a repair shuttle. Uh, and then Picard uh, gets on gets on comms to everyone, including all the borged up young youngins. He goes, everyone get to the maintenance yeah. level. Anyone who can hear me, like including. Anyone. Including the Borgs. Even the those, those things with the tubes. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, they don't have tubes. That, like, I love the look that their eyes go black and the, the veiny shit. Yeah. Thing. But boy, Picard yelling that out boy, it was, you know, that got Shaw killed. He got Shaw killed. Shaw got the shit beat out of him. Ever since Shaw ran into Picard, he was beaten up, blown up, uh, psychologically had to go through some shit. And gets killed and and it's all because of Picard. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Hard for Picard. And right now I am DB curious, Pete. I can't wait. Awesome. Uh, like I told you, uh uh I mentioned. Uh, 94 reviews uh yeah i I, sk I skimmed through most of to pick three th three actually of what are they talking about uh, well it's yeah uh but first there's trivia 
One of the vessels joining the fleet formation on Frontier Day is the USS Pulaski, presumably named after Catherine Pulaski, who served as the chief medical officer aboard the Enterprise D during the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation 1987. 30 of 32 found that interesting, and two people have no class, Pete, because I think when you go back and rewatch it, for the most part, Pulaski's fucking cool. I like Pulaski. Do you? I've always liked Pulaski. I mean, uh, I mean, I didn't hate Pulaski. Yeah, I, mean, um, I, I prefer, of course I prefer Beverly, but... Yeah, I mean, it was just Pulaski's jarring because it was just Pulaski's so different. Great. And she, they gave her a lot of a lot of uh, storylines to carry um, uh, and stuff. But, I mean, I didn't despise her, but she was probably my least favorite of the, almost all the doctors. Mm. Like, I like Bashir better. Oh, like, real? Okay, well, hold on. Hold on a second. Um, Bash- it took a long time for Bashir to become likable. That was one of the weird things about his character. For the first yeah, two no, seasons. Yeah, I know. I always like the accent when he first even that when he first. Yeah. For the first two seasons, he's a fucking creep <laughs> and, a, and a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> It helped when he became Miles O'Brien's friend is when they, you it, know. Yeah, that, yeah, it totally did. And, you know, it, it, and I love that guy. I, Alexander Siddig is fucking fantastic. He's great in everything I see him in. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, but I, the, That's I, Rachel Ghoul I've ever seen on live action for Batman. Oh, who was he? Where did he play? He played it on Gotham. I Okay, I never watched that. Oh, God, you know what? I, I, speaking of YouTube clips, I'll just I'm gonna YouTube that because I'm not gonna just start watching Gotham because yeah, I yeah hear you I don't give a fuck and I'm about not a big Batman Gotham fan, but I thought he was a great race Rossum. That's you know? why I want to see it because I I'm like oh that's that sounds fantastic yeah 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 put yeah if he had played race on the Arrowverse I would have been yeah in heaven man because that guy was fine but he's no fucking uh, Doctor yeah. Bashir he's no Alexander City yeah uh-huh. goofs now. This is the sort of goof that I really try to find because uh, this is the kind of goof. This is classic, you know, n- nerd uh, obsessive behavior. So I kind of like it. Well, on the computer display, showing the various starships uh, surrounding the space dock, Pete, uh, the USS Clark is shown to be in two locations, top right and bottom left of what the display. What a nerd. Oh, wow. <laughs> I really hope someone gets fired for that. Jeez, they need to shoot that. I mean, holy shit, that's that. That's an eye for detail, though. I will give that person that's an eye for detail of freeze framing and looking at every single name of all the starships. (laughs) That, all right, I could, I could see that, but no, no. I love the fact. Maybe they did it on purpose, uh, buddy. I doubt it. Yeah, just to drive this guy nuts. Just drive this guy nuts. Four or six found that in, uh, interesting. Viewer reviews. All right. I'm probably going to edit these down, but these I found interesting because here's the thing. Almost overwhelmingly 10 out of 10s, and we loved it. You know, I tried to find something, something interesting, uh, uh, and the people who hated it are just idiots and for, in general and nothing interesting to say. And there were some who loved it who had some fun quotable stuff who then had to also attach a lot of toxic male uh, masculinity fandom bullshit attacks on uh, Discovery 
while doing it and i'm not gonna fucking tolerate that horseshit either there was some like article that got released like discovery was clearly a failure and like yeah failures don't get five seasons and three spinoffs dipshit no. so no matter what you think of it and i think it's definitely flawed no matter how much what you think of it it's not a fucking failure so yeah <laughs> it's you know it's restarted all this shit like we really like uh that, that they're they're uh they're putting out now uh so this one's two out of ten though but because this one uh th- made me laugh only good thing is the nostalgia from a limp fan the plot is horrible i can't believe that after all this setup they're just doing the borg again Except this time, Gen Z is the Borg, and only the old people can fight them. It's like the sad fantasy of a boomer yelling at young people to stop skateboarding. If the Borg were all black people, that would be offensive. But make them all young people, and we're just supposed to ignore it. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. I know, right? Nine out of 28 found that helpful. Well, there's nine other fucking assholes out there as well. This one's 10 out of 10. All right. What we all really wanted from Colin Ian Guthrie. This is all we asked for. We don't want to be preached at and all the rest. We wanted classic. Well, there's a little uh, dig. Uh, we wanted the classic storyline that made Next Generation so good. Seeing the bridge heavy on the ropes. I was holding it together until I heard Magil Barrett's voice. Yeah, me too, brother. Uh, I, I Actually, I already cried. Uh, that just made me cry more. Uh, this was probably the classiest and most touching tribute they could have done. Well done. Well done. Who knows what the last episode will bring us. Here's a few things from my wish list. Now, I, 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 I fantasy booked uh, Gold Ducat into this shit. Yeah, I, you know, I think they they led me that way on purpose, I believe. Right. Red eyes and shit. But, you know... It, Let's take a let's let's take a listen to some of this feller's uh, things that he'd like to say. Barkley needs to come back and help save the day. Chief O'Brien should do something to the transporters to fix all the assimilated uh, crew. I, I would have loved to have seen Call Meeting, to be perfectly honest. A Guinan magically appears in Ten Forward. Is Doctor Brahms Jordy's wife? I really hope not. I really, really hope not. <laughs> that would be problematic. Uh, could we end with everyone playing poker? Yes, we can, sir. Yes, we can. Six out of nine found that helpful. Nice. Okay. Now, I mentioned that so many of these reviews had to bash Discovery. And never have I found a Discovery fan fighting back, Pete. And this is the only one I've ever seen. So let me just take a sip of beer for this one because this is fucking hilarious. Just because I've never seen one before. Every Discovery fan just puts up with it. And this one is not putting up with it anymore. Oh, dear. Thank goodness for Discovery from uh, Koinyuk. Oh, dear. It's last of the summer wine in space. 
all the good we've had since the last episode of TNG has been swept away and everyone gets to go back to that last episode and start again. No wonder all those Botox actors return to TNG says it loud and proud. Young is bad and old is good. Oh, and to top it off, the two not TNG characters are served up as cannon fodder. We even go back to the fat ship. Yes, the one that was blown up, not the sleek battleship, you know, for the coming battle. And all of a sudden, the son of Picard is a bit of an idiot and he charges off to be a hero, upsetting his mum, who apparently has lost two sons now. Oh, and the big reveal, uh, come on, got it. In the first Red Vines flashback actual, had it worked out only as the pale ones could be. Picard's big bad looking for revenge on their biggest failure that wasn't a failure. We did deal with the Borg in season two and in Voyager, right? Long live the disco and the future. Well done. Well done, disco fan. (laughs) It's the only one. I've ever seen. <laughs> if you're a fan of something, yeah, usually when I'm a fan of something and everyone fucking hates it, I just shut up about it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's at the maintenance bridge now. Uh, a seven gets off a lot. Data says something. Everyone's, and uh, a seven says something like, the robot's right. And Data just looks at her like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And there's, uh, the single, sh- uh, sh- where's it gonna be a single shuttle? That's all we have. And Jordy's like, I got a better idea. And there's incoming, and Seven and Shaw cover the escape. Uh, Data has a great line when they're getting on the shuttle. And uh, uh, he's like, Well, what if it's not even there anymore, Jordy? He's like, Data, can you try to be more positive? And he puts on a fucking grin and just being a sarcastic asshole. He's like, I hope we die quickly. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And Shaw gets hit. And Shaw's dead, Pete. And this is when I thought, oh, I didn't see it coming. We talked about it, but right. I didn't see it coming. I mean. But it's a great scene. What a scene. And the scene, Seven and Rafi tell Picard to go. Uh, and when he says to her, Pete, uh, it's not my not my ship anymore. You have the con, Seven of Nine. And yeah, yeah. Dies. Oh, we knew that. Was like we, if we, we, we agreed that if he died, it was going to be uttering those words. Yeah. Yeah, and boy, yeah, we did, we did, we mentioned that. I know we mentioned that, and yeah. uh, they couldn't have done it better. They couldn't have done it better, man. Uh, so even a lot of the fans who were just like, "I don't know why everyone's still forgiving uh, Shaw," he still calls her her dead name. I'm just like, because we're getting to this fucking moment, and we get another one, which is even, uh, which is great. Uh, uh, next episode, and here when Seven looks up, she's fucking pissed. You know, like she's had her shit with Shaw, but he said that to her and gives her command and she gets right. up ready to fucking kick some goddamn ass. Yeah. Because you know, she's mad. Goddamn. Jerry Ryan, by the way, in this season has also been outstanding. She's so good. You think it's because she gets to play off some, I mean, some really interesting stuff? Mm-hmm. And the OGs take off and the Borgs... Uh, I've taken over the fleet and it's all targeting space dock and there's so many ships. It looks so cool. Like, yeah. Wow, dude. And the shuttle takes them to uh, the museum where, and kind of the deep space nine fan of me was also like, uh, Hey, that, you know, the defiance there it's, you know, yeah, it's what it was built for. It literally was built to fight the Borg. 
Um, but I think they also said something that the re all the ones in the museum have had stuff stripped from them to make them that you can't use them anymore. So, uh, so because you know, as much as I'd like that, no one else would have liked that because what we got was the fucking best. Yeah. We got, I mean, sometimes, you know, even though you know it's coming, it's how they present it and do it. And they did a great job with it. Jordy has it. We never, they, they teased it. Uh, one of Jordy's daughters, like, Dad, what about that thing in Bay 12? He's like, Yeah, oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, and it, and then we see the big 12 and it opens up and it's the Enterprise D. And oh my God, I fucking welled up with tears. The music started. I saw the D. Yeah. It's Pete. I saw the D and I cried with joy. <laughs> I really did. Jordy rebuilt it because they had to get the disc off that planet from um uh, uh the one with Kirk uh because uh, of the prime directive. And uh he just he that that's been his dad project over the last 20 years. Yes, rebuild the fucking enterprise. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> like some dads, hey, look, uh, he's an engineer. That's his fucking, you know, his favorite ship. Uh, some dads rebuild cars, you know. It, Jordy's by himself and his daughter rebuilding the entire Enterprise Day. <laughs> with with uh, I think we heard drones. He's using drones as well because uh, that's how they explain. Like, that's how they explain really quick, Pete. How uh, seven people can run this fucking uh, a spaceship. You know, he's got he's got drones doing shit, like loading up the fucking phot uh, photon torpedoes and stuff. And boy, it looks so good. I mean, when they walk on that bridge, man, and it's that that bridge, I, I got all the feels. I was just like, yeah, that's it. It, you know, they got rid of it in the first movie because it was it wasn't made to shoot for movies. It was made to shoot for TV. Uh, something happened to the Enterprise E. That they tease that uh, I guess Worf blew it up somehow or another, uh, and says that it wasn't his fault. Um, God, it looks good. Uh, and Worf right. likes the what's that? I said right. Yeah, Worf. He's like, well, I like the uh, weapons uh, on the A and Trust. Worf, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> and and i love the cards like you know i look all around and what i really miss is the carpet mm, like, yeah me too <laughs> and the lights it's so well lit you know all these modern starships i, I almost tripped and broke my goddamn neck <laughs> a well-lit carpeted fucking bridge <laughs> and then they all take their fucking positions oh uh, and that's like you got all these Marvel movies where all the superheroes are doing their fucking pose or wrestlers right, right, yeah. or wrestlers all doing their fucking pose. You got these fucking geriatrics all just taking their goddamn stations. Yeah. You know, like they did 30 years ago. And that's it for me, man. I'm like, fuck. Uh. <laughs> Where's Wesley? <laughs> no, no, he's, He's a traveler. You know, he, uh, we don't need fucking Wesley uh, on this one. J J Jordy's there. Jordy has experience on the fucking bridge. Season one. Uh, <laughs> red shirt Jordy. Yeah, red shirt Jordy, which never looked right either. They realized that too. He looked much better in the yellow. And no one looked good in those skin tight ones. So, you know, everyone was kind of shit out of luck. Uh, 
<laughs> including the guys who had to wear the skirts because Gene Roddenberry had to make a point about me to defend the use of mini skirts in the 60s. He had men walking around in mini skirts going, see, it was fine. I'm like, no, you're still fucking sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Big Rod. Uh, I had all the feels at this time, man. And again, it looks great. And uh, Picard, he starts it up. And when Magil Barrett's voice is the computer, again, I fucking got, I welled up, Pete. I'm like, oh, that's fucking. And it's a great tribute to her. That, I mean, however they did it. Maybe they did it with AI. I don't know. I'm sure you could do it with fucking AI. I want to. I want to fuck around with the AI. Uh, with I, Pete. I have enough recordings of you to make to do some fucking AI with your fucking voice. So oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but but you know, I wouldn't do that to you. But I, I also have that. well, I also have a lot of parv. Maybe I would. Oh, there we go. I <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't do that to parv either. Despite uh, anything you know why because i have not the time nor the patience to learn how to do anything on the computer uh, I, can hear you. I, I can barely put together this podcast as anyone who listens knows about my editing skills and then don't sell yourself short john no i do uh you know i do fine i'm doing okay yeah uh, but picard's doing better because he says make it so and then he gets that's it engage and yep boom and oh boom. my god yeah off to the races for the final. final, this, is the final. this is the third time I watched it, and I still like kind of popped out of my seat. I was just like, "Fucking, let's go!" Oh. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they really did a great job with this miniseries. You know, I mean, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. This is a fucking perfect episode to to, to set up everything. We, we figure everything out and now that's it. The every, and yes, we brought all the crew together, but what we need one last thing and that's the enterprise day. And yep. yes, you know, now we're ready to go fight the Borg one last time. You know, we talked uh, about it on air. We talked about it off air. We are both going, you know, it's coming. It's gotta be coming. We got to get the enterprise somehow. I don't know how, but here it is. Jordy being the nerd, the floor jet, he is rebuild it on his, on, on his off time. You gotta love it. It's the best. It's the best. And uh, so we got one more to go, Pete. Uh, and thanks for uh, hanging in there. Everyone is tuning in. And Pete, I, I was saving this uh, to, for last, but I released this show on the uh, the Gideon guys feed. Uh, you know, it's just an all inclusive thing for me and my friends, uh, you know, to talk about the bullshit we want to talk about. And I got an alert. <laughs> I got an alert from Apple Podcasts that Gideon guys is the number 15th ranked comedy podcast in Vietnam. Hey, what's happening, Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Vietnam. Yeah. You know what? I love Platoon is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. In all seriousness, you know, I, I kind of I'm like that. Is this a scam to get me to click on something? And I'm like, right. no one's gonna try. No one's gonna try to get you with you're the number fifteenth comedy podcast in Vietnam. That's that's not how you, you you fool someone on the internet. 
And I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it seems fucking legit. So, hey, everyone, thanks. Thanks. In all Congratulations. Congratulations. You know? Well, no, man. I did well. It wasn't until I dumped Voloshin and uh, went on the Schermacher train. Suddenly, they, were, they love us in Vietnam. So, thanks, everybody. <laughs> and, and we'll talk to you all next time. Laters.